what is going on this is gaming gone weird episode number 61 for your guys's video game news and everything in all weird gaming that me and my co-host pete love to talk about my name is nick tana the guy who critiques video games and usually he's pretty rough on them whenever he gets the chance of doing it i play everything from triple a double a single a you know what I'm saying? Like I'm D. just all around. Yeah, uh, E. Just batteries. Just batteries. batteries. <laughs> C, D, all the above. Um, and on my right, I got my good man, the man of the hour, Pete. Pete, how you doing today, brother? I just had some fun, so I'm pretty full. Uh, and I'm actually really excited about today's episode. I have been deep into socials on all the controversy and totally you know appropriate and calm collects yeah. arguments about games of the year on the internet um and i'm i'm actually really pumped to talk about them actually yeah. talk about them and be objective because no one in the comments they're all nobody knows what they're talking about no one's objective yeah. Yeah. So, it, like, to kind of kick off everything, to kind of use this as an intro and kind of a stepping stone, if you guys don't know, today we are going to be talking about the Video Game Awards because it has been announced the games that are going to be up for Game of the Year and other awards that these games got nominated for, for their work and their time that they put in and um, all that stuff. But, like, I think I see, like, all the drama and all the fighting and all the back and forth about everything, and it's like, I feel like this is a time where, like, yeah, like, I feel like people want to say they have their bragging rights, right? Because people, like, it's just, like, the console wars. It's it's around. It's a thing. Do we love it? No. Uh, like, do we hate it? I wouldn't say I even hate it. Like, I'm just kind of neutral about it because I think it is kind of cool to kind of, like, see, like, the little fighting back and forth because sometimes it is bragging rights. It's like you're sticking up for your favorite team. Um, in a way, but sometimes it is childish and totally, I get that. Totally. So it's like the bragging rights have really been there for one side versus another side. And I just kind of hate the, uh, that is like that. I think in general, I think like this year is so freaking good that it's like, you just got to like group hug it out and just kind of roll well, with what is happening. You feel dude, me? It's art subjective. So there, like you can say objectively, there's better games than others. But somewhere, somewhere out there, someone loves Skull Island: Rise of Kong, and they yeah. think that's the game of the year. And then there's that someone loves Gollum. Dan loves yeah. games. That that TikTok account, he loves Gollum. And like, there's just people that love Redfall and think that people should really give it a chance. I just want to <laughs> play like with somebody. Like I've been trying. I'll play with you. I'll download like, it. Today. I don't know. Like I've been just sitting here and like I've been giving you guys hints. Like I'm like that girlfriend that's like you forgot about my birthday. And it's like, I'm telling you guys that I really want people to play Redfall with, and I think you guys have been really sleeping on it, and like I think it's time to wake up. The alarm's going off. It's Redfall time, baby. And um, I think it'd be kind of cool to get a group together. But they, it, like you said, though, like to kind of be getting back on the serious track, they're, gaming is gaming, and it is opinion-based, and I do think that uh, these awards, they do have like the significance to them because if there wasn't awards and like they didn't have this type of standard, then um, games would just be kind of garbage all the time because everybody wants to compete and everybody want to have, have that title to be and like the honor to have game of the year so at the same time like you are working towards that like so this dude does have a bit of significance but like your game of the year means you're like personally um right. so i just kind of want to kick into that but um what games have you been playing lately other than uh just kind of worried about the game dude, i am on the brink of beating sea of stars I have no idea how much story could possibly be left where I'm mm-hmm. at. But 
but it just keeps going. Here's the, I don't, here's the where are you at? Because I think thing, this I feel is, like I passed you. I feel like I passed. This is you. where I don't want to start, bro. Because this could start like a feud if I tell you where I'm at. Because it could spoil where you're at. I feel like I'm past you though. The last thing you told me was Sarai's the... hometown. Yes, I'm past that. You're past that. So you know about her other secret. I don't know what that means though. See? So maybe yeah, don't say it. I don't know what that means. No, I don't know what that see, means. We're, not, we're not talking about it. We're done. We're done. We're I not feel talking like I'm so far you ahead. No, no, you don't. Like this is the problem. Is like you're sitting here and you're like, you, I might be bad. I don't think okay. you are. What if so I say? If I tell you what if I say I'm a bad? phrase and you know? What if I say a phrase? I don't. Uh, okay. What is this? A like a family game? What is this? What are the, this? Pictionary? What do you mean? If I say a phrase, if I draw a picture. Dude, I don't even know what to say. I feel yeah, like see, it. exactly. You don't know where you're at. You don't even know. Like, that's the problem. Like, knowing that's, it's like, I'm like, dude, how much, how much more? Could that's it- the problem is like, you think you're, you think you're at a certain point, but it's like, it just keeps on going. There's so many endings. There's new, like these new random boss people that I don't even know. I was like, when were these people involved? In See, story? bro, you don't even know. He ain't even playing the game, y'all. <laughs> he ain't even playing the game. Okay, it's to kind of. All right. Anyways, now that we're done, like listening to his lies. Almost I... done with Sea of Stars. Almost done with Sea of Stars. I've been playing uh, Blizzard's new mobile game. That's right, Blizzard's new mobile game. I think it's called Warcraft Rumble. Maybe. Okay. Is that the game? I think that's what it is. Uh, okay. Trying out a mobile game. It's a mobile game. It's like tower defense, whatever. But. <laughs> That, see stars. Oh, Resident Evil 5. Nice. Got two chapters of Resident Evil 5 left doing co-op uh, with Jerry's. And I think I'm going to finish Sea of Stars and Resident Evil 5 about the same time. And uh, then basically be wide open. Try try next set. Nice, nice, nice. Cool. What about you? Um, So uh, if you guys haven't known, I just finished Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Um, I did put a review up for that on my other channel, a little like uh, self promo, whatever. If you guys want to check that out, you guys know where to go. Uh, I also am right now playing Final Fantasy VII, which is a game that I'm probably going to be deeply involved in because Nick Tan decides to pick the longest games to uh, play for his backlog when he says he has to finish it. So uh, it's going to be a long time before I play anything else because that is a 40 hour game. And I, I I plan to invest over the holidays and just sit there and stay up till two o'clock in the morning with nothing but Red Bull, pizza, and grind. So, um, and I am the biggest uh, Tifa fan right now. So, Tifa's pretty big, pretty big. Is that T I F F A? T I F A, one F. Got it. Just looking it up for research. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want to give a big shout out to everybody here, man. Like I said, if you guys like gaming gone weird, we go live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern to give you guys your guys' gaming news and all the weird games that we are playing. Big shout out to all of our members. Uh, shout out to everybody in here. Cooldown, Jerry's, Tim, uh, Compadre, Vino. I appreciate everybody in here. and Everybody that's watching this video after the fact, if you guys like this uh, video and you guys want to help support, uh, the best way of doing that is liking, subscribing, commenting, and being involved in the community because we're trying to build something great over here. Like I said, we've been doing 61 straight episodes, so it's a very the grind. The grind has been real. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to support, you guys get uh do that. Um, other than that, I am gonna get into the games that are coming out this week. We do have a question of the day, but that is coming out a little bit later. Uh, are you ready to hear our games of the week, Pete? Hit me. 
Uh, the games that are coming out this week, if you guys don't know, you should know Hogwarts Legacy is coming out for the Switch. That came out November 14th. A game called Howl is coming out for the Switch and PC. Uh, Teardown is coming out for the PS5, Xbox X, and S. Uh, the Last Faith is coming out for PS5, Xbox Series X, S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. That comes out November 15th. A game called Flashback 2. Never heard of Flashback 1. Um, so there's not really a flashback moment with this one. Uh, PS5, Xbox X, and S. That is coming out November 16th, so tomorrow. Um, Persona 5 Tactica, a game that a lot of Persona fans are really looking forward to. It's a different style for the Persona games. Uh, but I know people that are really interested in this and the people that are really interested in it are kind of going hardcore for it. That comes out November 17th. So Friday, this comes out for the PS5, Xbox X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. And last but not least, we have Super Mario RPG rounding it off at the end of the week for Friday. And uh, that comes out for the Switch. Got an 8.75 and on Metacritic is rating an 84. Have you been excited for... Yeah, uh, Super Mario RPG is going to be a nostalgia pickup for me. Uh, I played the little uh, the first one when I was a kid, so I am going to be buying that one for sure. I'm kind of on like Sea of Stars has me so pumped up for RPGs right now, bro, so I'm going to get that one. You don't have to lie to us, bro. Like if you're not okay. playing Sea of Stars, like if you, I think, I think I'm farther than you. I'm pretty sure you're not. There's no way that I'm not farther than you right now. I'd have to look up the chapters and see because I don't think you are. But, like, I don't want you spoiling it for me either. Uh, so that's what like... I'm saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll just call it a, a tie then. Call it, uh, yeah, okay. Super Mario RPG, I'm going to be looking for. Um, oh, look, another Assassin's Creed. Absolutely. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy for the Switch. I'm not sure. That's. I mean, I already, like, I already played it for PC, so I'm not going to get it for the Switch. Shade, and I don't... Shades, of, Shades of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> to saying? be honest i watched the gameplay of it it doesn't look terrible like i think really? I'm just yeah I'm, I'm just i'm i'm just like limiting my expectations now for these switch games because they're gonna look the same every single time as long as it doesn't like crash i'm cool i guess uh but i'm only gonna get games for the, <laughs> the switch. new standard dude. okay so <laughs> if, if i'm gonna get a game for the switch listen all right listen 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 this is a nick tip okay you guys don't get a lot of these on gaming on weird but i'm almost I'm, I'm gonna throw you one right now okay this is how you decide how you get your games right so i have all the consoles weird flex i know if you can and you're stable to get all the, the consoles listen all right so i collect if it's exclusive i'll end up buying it 99 of the time so if it's for the switch obviously i'll get it for the switch uh the games i get for the switch are like the switch exclusives and a game that i know that i'm gonna enjoy that's gonna look good and that i can replay and that sounds good on the go uh, when it comes to my PlayStation 5, that's mainly exclusives or a no, like something that I'm going to push to the limits um, and I want like to add to my collection for. PC, strictly shooters, strictly shooters on the PC, um, just because, you know, like frames and stuff like that. And Xbox, that's just for the Xbox exclusives because Game Pass. And if it's on Game Pass, then it's on the Xbox. Boom. What was the... Anyway, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into uh, our main topic, which we are going to be talking about the Game Awards. If you guys don't know, the Game Awards have announced the nominees to a bunch of awards that it is going to be listing. Uh, the show does, does go live December 7th, and it has a bunch of different awards from like uh, best game this year, uh, family games, indie games, fighting There's games. 23 categories. 23. And I feel like that's... That seems like a number that's going to go up every year somehow. Mm -hmm. 
I um, feel like they could always throw in like a different category or a new category based on like what comes out that year or what is like important. I um to kind of kick off like before we kind of get into the actual games and stuff like that. Um, I don't. I think we always talk about this every year. They come into like best streamer or best content creator, and I don't think that like really has like a research or like who votes for that because. When I think of like a best streamer for the game awards, I'm thinking of someone who's going to play every single game and like review every single game and talk. You know what I'm saying? Especially for the game awards. Yeah, I I don't I feel like there could be a streamer awards. I think there is one, is there not? There is like a, a streamer awards. awards. That's why I, I thought I, it was weird that they had like I don't know why it's involved here. Right. Um I guess it's like the same if you talk about movies or shows. I think there's some overlap for best movie. I, I don't know if the Oscars is the only thing that has like best picture. So maybe, maybe something like that. But like you could be the best actor for the, I don't even know if this is right, but like the golden globes or the Emmy or an Oscar, like they all, you right. could be the best. It's different award shows. I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think the streaming thing is, is just different. I, I, I don't even, is it synonymous with gaming or like games? Not 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 so much anymore. Maybe like just yeah. chatting still the best, like the most. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't like the overlap so much. Me neither. Just wanted to get that off my chest. I'm gonna go ahead and just throw up a bunch of stuff on the screen, and we're all gonna talk about what we think from games that we play this year and why they should win that award. And like me and Peter probably gonna go back and forth because he's probably gonna think something. I'm probably gonna say something. You guys are gonna think something. So we're all just gonna talk about it. I know I said I wanted to plan for this show for a long time. Uh, because I kind of want to get you guys involved with the voting and see what you guys think and give us your guys' feedback. So to kind of kick everything off, we're going to start off with the best family game. We have Disney Illusion Island, which is a platformer game. We have Party Animals, which is kind of like um, that one game. I forgot what it was called. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Not uh, Fall Guys. Uh, it's not Fall Guys. I know. That's why I'm thinking. Oh, I'm just drawing a blank right now. Oh my god, I'm gonna feel so stupid. What is Gang it? Beast. Gang, Gang Beast. Gang Beast is what it is. Gang Beast, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh kick it off. What I think is the best family game is, and when I kind of think of family game, I think of like a game that you're gonna sit down and play with like everybody in the living room. Um, I'm gonna say Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh just because I feel like it's for all ages. You can play it as an adult, you can play it as a kid, everybody will kind of understand what's going on. I feel like everybody can play the difficulty for each game. Um, it looks very good, and it's like I just feel like you can get the whole family involved with that. Now, secondly, I think party animals could be a winner just for the fact that like you could play against everybody and everybody can like, you know, fight it out. Yeah, I'm gonna say I don't think Pikmin is that great of a family game. But mm-hmm. Pikmin's kind of hard, and there's a lot of strategy in it. I know it's Pikmin, but there is. Uh, I wouldn't even I wouldn't have even pegged Pikmin to be a part of that category, just based on what I've seen footage wise, and because of the namesake Mario, I would guess would win that yeah. uh, competition. The other one is is more of a party game. I mean, I just it's, I don't see family for uh, was it party animals? Yeah, I don't see like the family aspect of it, and I think Mario kind of like Mario's gonna win. I, that'd be my guess. I think Mario would too. I think that's kind of a shoe in uh, for like a family type game. Which, like I said, like I think all ages could play it. Like I honestly, I bet I could give Will the game, and he could probably be level. Um, I mean, I really didn't have that much trouble with it, and I mean, I've got to be like top five dumbest people alive. Uh, and I was able to beat it. So, <laughs> okay. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, right. But yeah, I feel like it's great for everybody. You can sit down like in the living room. You kind of take like a night, pop some popcorn, order some pizza, and go ahead and play together. Um, I have, I, I'm kind of bringing this up because it's kind of like an off topic, but uh, me and Morgs, when Super Mario Odyssey came out, um, mm-hmm. it was one of my favorite gaming nights um, like together as like as a relationship thing because we are we ordered Super Mario or we get we went to GameStop and we didn't think nothing of it. I didn't think I was going to spend as much money as I did at GameStop. So <laughs> we went to GameStop and we were like, all right, I want Super Mario uh, Odyssey. We get Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, we ended up getting the two Amiibos because it was like Peach and Mario. Like Peach was getting married in the game mm. and Mar- she was wearing like her wedding dress. And then uh, Mario was wearing his tuxedo. Um, so we ended up getting those Amiibos and then we got a pair of Joy-Cons, Lime Cream Joy-Cons. Um, and we ordered pizza and then we just played Super Mario Odyssey together. And because uh, it, it, if you play two player, you get to con- she, the second player gets to control the hat. So they get to do all the compact, uh, and then you get to cool. do all the platforming. Yeah, so like I, the, I think like I have a nostalgia thing when it comes to Mario because like I can see like how you can get everybody involved. Plus, Mario Wonders is multiplayer. If you didn't know, so you guys can play up to four people. Can you play online too? You can play you online. Okay. I didn't play online because I really didn't care that much. But it is mm-hmm. an online game if you really wanted it to. Yeah, I'm. I didn't touch Sonic Superstars, but I'm just looking at the lineup. It's gonna be. It's going to be Mario. Mm-hmm. Just does. Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Go ahead and kick it off into the next one because we do have a lot of topics here. Uh, best adaptation. Uh, this is basically the best show to a video game that's coming out. Um, I know Jerry's is a big Last of Us fan, so she's not allowed to vote. Uh, but we do have <laughs> Castlevania. We have Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, the, uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie, and Twisted Metal. Um, Pete, I'll let you go ahead and kick this one off since I took the other one. As a Twisted Metal fan, I can tell you right now I'm not going to vote for a Twisted Metal. Which um, sucks. That sucks so bad because, like, I hate – like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It's like – it's almost like they're killing your childhood, you know? Like, I – It's not – it's not as good as what it should be, right? You know what I'm saying? Because Twisted Metal been, right. is an, it's a nostalgia thing. Right. And it should have been way darker. It's like they should have gone way more with the theme of like Twisted Metal Black. And they, I don't know if it was casting or writing or what it is, but it was just not, it's just not it. I, again, I think this is going to be between The Last of Us and Super Mario movie. Uh, but I think Last of Us probably. Like, did you watch that show? Last of Us? Yeah. No, I haven't watched Last of Us yet. I've been wanting it's, to make time for it, but like... It's good, man. If it's anybody really wants good. to loan me their HBO account, let me know. I'm not paying for that, but... <laughs> no, man, it's it's really good. I didn't see Castlevania, um, Gran Turismo. I'm just not interested in. But The Last of Us, I, I mean, dude, it was it was good. It was really good. But yeah, so was Mario uh, Brothers movie. Did yeah, you see that? I think, I think I'm going to lean more towards the Mario movie. I think it's probably more of a potential winner just because it like had record-breaking numbers with sales mm. and i feel like it kind of fits all age categories again and i think that's kind of what i'm leaning towards for a lot of these categories can everybody play it like i don't think like you see like a younger kid watching the last of us and understand no it's game. not it's really dark it's way more adult right um, and it probably i've heard really good things about the show like usually like even like we talked about this before on the show like the master chief show and it's like it's good 
and it's okay but like you people are very verbal about like what is wrong with that show versus like the last of us everybody's like no i'm cool i don't got no problems with it but when it came to like master chief everybody was nitpicking about everything everything Mm -hmm. dude about his underwear, about his face, like I didn't, was it about, you his, about his muscle size. Like I'm like, man, uh, let my like, man be the actors. <laughs> actors probably reading reviews like, man, yeah, this is ridiculous, dude. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I think uh, it was already renewed for a second season. So mm-hmm. again, they but they put it on HBO. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, right? Twisted Metal was on Paramount. You can't do what you can do on HBO that. You can't do on Paramount what you can do think, on HBO. I think I mean? uh, Master Chief or the Halo one was on Paramount too. Oh, for two, dude! Like, what? stop making <laughs> stuff. Like, stop, stop. There's a team. I swear, dude. There's a team over there that just is pitching video game adaptations, and it. it's not. It's not it. It's not. So it. I'm wondering why Sonic wasn't on here, unless that was a 2022 movie. I don't know. Why wasn't Ninja Turtles on here? Didn't that come out this year? Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty good though, right? Very or, good. Or why why wasn't Spider-Man on here too? Maybe it has to reach some sort of requirements. I'm trying to think, but there's probably like something in the guidelines why they wouldn't. Okay. Cuz th- those movies were way better than Gran Turismo. And Tim, if you want to leave feedback about Gran Turismo, it's kind of it was a metal. Yeah. Anything about that? Uh, moving on to the next topic, we are going to talk about best RPG. Now, this could get a little spicy because all of these games I have played, so a lot of these are going to be kind of iffy on what I pick. <clears throat> we have Baldur's Gate 3 by Larian Studios, Final Fantasy 16 by Square Enix, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. And I think this is going to be... I think Game of the Year is more of a runaway than best RPG. I feel like any one of these games yes. should be up for like I think any one of these best RPG games could be up for game of the year. And I think this like the best RPG all these games are so close together that it could be any single one of them. I I think if you picked one any one of them I'd be happy with whatever. Uh I I I was a firm believer that I that Starfield was bad. And I kind of like thought about it and I played it for a little bit. And I think the way I played the game made me think the game was bad. Uh, so like I, I kind of like Starfield for like a little bit. Liza P was one of my favorite games when I played it. And I thought it was very fun. I thought it had more like that Bloodborne aesthetic that was really cool. Sea of Stars, dude. Come on, me and my homie. We on that. Hey, we we stay repping Sea of look, Stars, man. Look. We been talking about it, y'all. Come on, man. If you guys aren't with it or you guys don't believe us, man, get on the Sea of Stars, bro. We're not leading you the wrong way. We are giving you guys heat, man. Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars. Buy it. You should buy it today. It's, right. you, I, you, should be, you should be playing it. That's what we're saying. You should be playing it. Final it's, Fantasy 16 is out. And then you also have uh, Baldur's Gate, which I think is going to win game, like game of the year. I'll just go out. I'd rather right have, uh, like you said, I think you made a huge great point. Uh, I think best RPG is going to be a much tighter race than game of the year. Yes. I think this list looks more like game of the year list than the actual game of the year. List. Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, dude. Okay. So I haven't played final fantasy or Liza P, but I've played the rest. Baldur's gate goes without saying at this point, um, see the stars, as you know, I'm really much further ahead than you in it, so I probably know a lot more. I can talk about it better. Uh, Starfield, I played for maybe five hours. 
Um, I wasn't like sucked in, but it was good. Like you, you know what I mean? Like it was. You know, I did remember you playing Starfield for a little bit, and then you quit, bro. We gonna have to have a conversation about that. I did. I I was like Baldur's Gate. I was going way further into Baldur's Gate and see if Star- like it just. I don't know. They hooked me a lot faster right. than Starfield. But but to be fair, I've never been about the space aesthetic. I've never Dude, been. Dude, same, bro. I've space, never been about space. Space is so whack, bro. <laughs> Dude, it's not the best. Space is it's so the worst lame, bro. Oh, yeah, my okay. God. I'm, okay, glad I'm so glad someone said it, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Space is so booty, bro. I cannot. They yeah. they have all these made-up planets, bro. Like, oh, on this planet, there's water. Bro, like, <laughs> my planet has water right, right. and KFC, bro. Like, you ain't got nothing out, bro. Space is whack, bro. I do not. Like, oh, we got aliens up here, bro. Dude, I'm, like, so, I'm so happy you said that, man. Oh, uh, my I thought, God, bro. I was like, space is I'm just so not mid. sold on the space. <laughs> I've never liked space games, dude. They are so space, bad. Space is mid. Nick Holy space is so terrible, bro. That's how I thought too. Like, just like the astronaut aesthetic. I don't like, care, just, dude. I wearing, don't care. You're about wearing space. these big, bulky astronaut suit, and you're like worried about your oxygen levels. Like, I don't bro. like the half grab. I don't like jumping slightly higher than normal. I just, I don't know. I don't these know. Star Wars laser fight scenes. Like, oh my gosh, man. I, I don't like. The fit, like, I'd rather be in Skyrim. I'd like, rather be fighting bears and oh, dude, yeah, taking drag- over villages. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, yeah. slaying a dragon is way more badass okay. than slaying a like. We need like- a top ten like in game like in game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like slaying yeah. dragons number one. Exploring space is number ten, obviously, because who cares? Right. Uh, and then everything in between. Yeah. No, you're I'm right. Sorry, I'm interrupting no- you, but. No, you're fine. Sick. I'm interrupting I'm so you, bro. I'm not. I'm not worried about no peanut head alien that we gotta fight on Mars, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be fighting like dragons and like lizard mans, like yes, lizard men. Yes, you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Um, to kind of go based off this list, though, it's tough. Uh, like I, I can't. I'm not picking. I'm not picking one. I'm not picking one just because like I could vote for all five, and I think it's unfair. Like if I pick a favorite right here. Oh man, just based on what I played. And I haven't played Liza P or Final Fantasy. I'm probably not going to play Final Fantasy. Um, I've seen it, though. I just... Baldur's Gate was so good. But Sea of Stars was also really good for completely right. different reasons. So, like, that game, to me, is made for a mobile device. Like, playing not on a big TV for Sea of Stars just felt so right. And if um, we want to... Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm just like... And just saying, like, what I like... Well, I think Baldur's Gate should win a lot because they, whatever you can think, like, what if we try it this way? They have included all of those options in the game. So there isn't anything that you can't do. Like, if you want to go kill a main character as part of a main story storyline, it doesn't prevent you from doing that. Like, you can go and you do that and then it'll just ruin that storyline. It's just, you're just done now. Like, and you can't go back. So... Like, whatever you think you can do, like, you can dip your weapons into, the like, the world around you to have effects. So you're like, oh, I want to make this sword wet. So it's uh, – and then – or, like, I want to dip it in oil that I found and light it on fire with, like, a, a scroll that I found over here. But it's at night, so, like, the moon affects it somehow. Like, you can do whatever it, whatever it is. Whatever you can think about doing inside the game, you can do it. Mm. But they also built it. So – the imagination 
there is no limit on what you can do in the game, right. which makes it awesome. <clears throat> I just think all these games shine in like a particular way that like I could go on for like a very long time. So the reason I like Baldur's Gate 3 is kind of like how you said, uh, no matter what the game has like in front of you, there's a million ways to attack it. You could go around this way. You could attack this guy in the back that might trigger a trap that might like affect the whole playing field. Uh, you might have a guitar player that boosts your attack while this guy turns into a wolf. Like there's like a million things that you can do in the game that I feel like that makes it very great. I feel like final fantasy does the best story out of all of those ones. So it has a great story. It has a good side quest that you could do. And like, you kind of stick with, and you're like very interested in the way that, that um, the main character is now sea of stars. I really like the combat that it has that you have to interact with it. And then also, I also really like the level up system. I think it has one of the better level up systems because yeah, you get all your stats leveled up, but you could like, level up a certain stat to where it's like if i level up my attack with this character i'm gonna make him an all-out attacker but i might make valir my special attacker and i make might make garl my straight up tank and he's just gonna sit there and heal all the time and you could kind of plan around that and like have the choice of how you want to build each character starfield we already talked about i think bethesda makes really good skill trees uh when it comes to like persuasion uh, whatever guns you want to Always use. Always entertaining could, to And you could make the character that you want. It might not have the opportunities and the things you can do, like a Baldur's Gate, but I think that Starfield, it's still, like, if you want to, if you have an idea for a character, they're good. you can't make a bad character in that game. You just can't. Like, right. whatever you vision your character to be, you can do it. And um, I think I'm, Liza P, I mean, it's one of the best Soulsborne games that I've played in a really long time. A lot of yeah. games try to replicate it, so... Um, I mean, you got to respect that um, people that if they if FromSoft is very good because it has its own pedigree and it has its own way of like making a great game. So like when people try to mimic it and they can't and it's not been successful for a very long time and Liza P happens to like find a way to replicate that Bloodborne feeling. I think you got to give its flowers to that. So I honestly could just vote for any one of these. That's why I'm not picking one. For Liza P, I mean, what what made it so good? Because, like you said, it's it's similar to to the um, Soulsborne games. Um, I guess what like what makes it competitive with those titles? What? <laughs> For Liza P, what what makes it competitive to like an Elden Ring or a Dark Souls or a a, a Bloodborne like? They're not oh, what, like, necessarily better different? than, but like what makes it, if I'm a huge fan of those games and that's my, uh, you know, that's my uh, barrier to entry. Yeah. Why am I playing Liza P? Why is it good compared? I think, I think they just did a really got, a good job with like the world around it and like the aesthetic to it. Uh, the combat feels very smooth. The parry didn't work a lot of the time, but I think when you have a very interesting character and you have these really like obscured, like crazy bosses that also take a little bit of challenge too, but they do feel good when you beat them. I think that's like one of the recipes to it. Like I love being able to like uh, fight a bunch of like bosses and enemies in the game. Like beating a boss in that game is like a high that I can't explain. Uh, but that's what makes the from soft, like Elden ring bloodborne, like, seeing a new boss getting the backstory and just like when you beat that boss you're just like you feel like you're on top of the world because it's such a challenge to actually beat that boss um and you always have to like rem remember attack patterns because you might hit this thing like 50 times so you're gonna have to like be able to attack um 
You guys are you're gonna have to attack it a lot of times. I think they did a really good job with the weapon durability. They found a way to make it better than in Bloodborne because you could just sharpen your weapon mid battle. You could just like sharpen it off oh, your cool. arm, and that's really cool. Like in Bloodborne, I know you had to go back and like make like restore your weapon uh, unless there was an item for it. I don't know. I never finished Bloodborne, uh, but that was the one things I liked about it. And then I just feel like it had a lot of different options for it. And one of the things I did like was cosmetics was just strictly cosmetics and they didn't affect stats or anything. So you can make your character like anything you want. So if you beat like a invader, I guess they would call it in that game uh, or how they would call it in Elden Ring. I don't know what they call it in Liza P. You could like just straight up wear their drip and have like, that's cool. Look cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, that's the only reason I like Liza P a little bit. Just a little bit, Stan. No, I'm I'm happy to see it, man. Like I'm happy to see, it. and it's not the same. Like it looks so much different. It kind of reminded me when I saw some of the enemies. I was like, this kind of reminds me of Ravenlock a little bit. Like Ravenlock kind of feel. Ravenlock feels like it was a um a game for like a uh, from soft game for like babies. Yeah, it was very easy. But like right. you kind of see how it kind of had that effect where you had the bosses and you had the dodge mechanic and the roll mechanic and you, you upgraded your step. You know what I'm they saying? Have huge health bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Um, I, I watched a lot of, I actually watched a lot of streams on Liza P cause I knew it's just not like a game that I typically gravitate to, but I don't mind watching it. Um, and it just, the aesthetics look cool. It's a, it's a very, very cool, uh, uh, cool setting. I don't know. I, I dug it. Can I interrupt the show to show my, uh, show everybody my son's Ninja Turtle hat. Come here. Mm-hmm. Show everybody. Oh, get in here. Big whoop. <laughs> Ain't that funny? Bo made that. Oh, my. That's awesome. I want one now. That's hilarious. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say getting into the, You good? Do you want to continue? We can get I'm good. I'm topic. good. Send it. Anyway, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Kids. All right, getting into the next topic, we have debut indie game. Uh, this goes for Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba, and Viewfinder. Um, I think I'm just going to pick Cocoon on this one because I haven't played the other ones, but um, you can go ahead and say what you got to say. Uh, I played Dredge and Cocoon. I thought Dredge was fantastic. Uh, they have a DLC coming out tomorrow, actually. <coughs> Excuse me. So I, I'd vote Dredge. That doesn't mean Cocoon wasn't great, but puzzle games are not my jam, typically. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, Cocoon was good, and I beat it, and it was playable, and I think me and you both enjoyed it, and I think it's, like, a game that you should play. Puzzles aren't really my thing, though. I, for I what it, it is, I man. It, for what it, it is. I think it more irritated me than anything. I think it really did irritate me now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful game. I think I like the story a little bit more, and there wasn't a story, yeah. really. Uh, but it was very visually stimulating, and, and it looked great. I mean, it looked beautiful, but I like a story, and Dredge had that story. I've not tried Pizza Tower, Venba, or Viewfinder. The only Viewfinder's reason- on a couple of these lists, so I might have to look at that up. Yeah, I know you did tell me to check out Viewfinder. I think I'm going to play Dredge, but I really think I'm going to get it for the Switch. I think that's my best bet. I bet it plays beautifully on the Switch. I bet it's I bet it's nice. I think that's what I'm gonna do tomorrow. I think that's gonna be like my like travel. Like I'll get that and then the DLC. Um, I mean, it's it, it's a fishing game, so it's 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 a horror fishing game. Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, cool down. Actually, asked. And I'm gonna leave this up to Peter because uh, he said, "Where's Dave the Diver?" So if you want to explain the situation with Dave the Diver when it comes to the indie games, you can. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's a reason why Dave the Diver technically isn't on the list for debut indie. And I'm gonna let Pete go ahead and explain it. So it's up for not debut indie game, but it's called independent game, and that's the category. Uh, let me actually pull up the nominees for that. I got it. I'll so, do it right uh, now because we'll talk about it. We got Best Independent Game, which we do have Dave the Diver, Cocoon, Dread, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. So that's the thing is like the debut indie has pretty much – it has three of the same games from indie to independent. Um, so like what – there's a difference between them, and we looked it up. And the, it's, it's, like yeah, a the, weird, it's like a weird thing. Like it's – So the definition between the independent and indie – so an indie game, I think we can basically, if you look at a game, you know that it's an indie game. So anything by Bethesda is not an indie game. Anything by Activision Blizzard is not an indie game. Um, but we can look at David Diver. We're like, oh, that's an indie game. Dredge, that's an indie game. Viewfinder, all these, all these titles. The problem with David Diver is that Mint Rocket, the publisher, I think it's developer and publisher, maybe both. Um, it's actually owned by. Did you say it was the second large? It was the largest gaming company in Korea. Yeah. Um, so they actually had a ton of funding. Uh, so for an independent game, it's supposed to be a smaller team, a lot less funds. Like you think, like a startup, basically, like a startup business, uh, but a startup uh, studio. The problem with Day of the Diver is it actually had a ton of funding. Uh, so it had a huge bank and a big team which is probably why it was so good. So, uh, you so, know, shame yeah, yeah. on, <laughs> shame so, so on kinda, me for not doing the research on, kinda, the, on Mint Rocket. But, like, that's my bad, though, too, because, like, I kind of think indie because you think Mint Rocket. You never heard of Mint Rocket. But Mint Rocket, think of it as, like, Mint Rocket is, like, the kid of, like, the, the parent being, like, the biggest studio in Korea. And, like, that's their little studio. And that's the one who made Dave the Diver. So they definitely had – they definitely gave them money for it. I guess you can kind of say like Bethesda has like their own little like arcane like or some like some shit. It's got to be something like that. You know what I'm saying? Where like they have like a some there's like a bigger studio. Like if Bungie had like something below like a Bungie had a studio within it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. So it's like think like big food groups, uh, big like restaurant management companies that own a bunch of little brands. Yeah. So like Arby's doesn't own Arby's necessarily. It's probably some restaurant group or you know Taco Bell's owned by something else. Um, they, so people are pushing back like, Hey, cocoon, dredge, sea of stars and viewfinder all came from, uh, a more traditional, the traditionally defined, uh, independent studio. Whereas day of the diver is like, it, it's really good for a reason. <laughs> Not that the other games aren't good, but like Dave, the diver is an exceptional game as is sea of stars. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just from the controversy, you know, they might lean sea of stars, but, doesn't make it not a great game that people just don't think it necessarily belongs in the best independent category. Yeah. I just think it sucks because it is going up against Sea of Stars, and I'm picking Sea of Stars 99% of the time. <sighs> I know, dude. It's hard because I, I really loved Dave the Diver as well. Yeah. But Sea of Stars <laughs> is really, really good. And I actually will probably get Dave the Diver for the Switch because um, I'm yeah, like, that's a, a chapter that's a away from the PC, but it just feels like a mobile game. It feels. I'd rather play it on the game. go. Yeah. It's a Switch yeah. game for sure. But both are amazing. I, I think Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars are in my top 10 favorite games this year, hands down. 
So yeah, I I, I think uh, going based off that list, like Dave the Diver is probably definitely top ten for me. Cocoon, I I think it's outside the top ten, but I mean it's pretty close. If it's probably eleven, Sea of Stars is a top five game for me, probably if top three, if we're being generous you know. across all platforms. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, yeah, all categories for me too. It's amazing. It's incredible. I can't say enough good things. Uh, getting into the next topic, we're going to talk about the best narrative. We have Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. I'm going to go ahead and kick this one off. Honestly, I'm going to be... Um, I'm, I, I, there's a lot of options here. I don't think Baldur's Gate... I, I really didn't care so much about the story. I think Baldur's Gate, you could make your own story. That's why I don't want to pick narrative for that one. Um, it's actually a good I'm, point. It's actually a really uh, good point. So with this, I'm going to go... Um, I think I really want to go Final Fantasy 16 on this one because I think it really goes in-depth and more than Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man had a really good story, but Final Fantasy really like irons out that de- those details and it really gets into like what the game is actually about and deeper into like these characters' lives and more of like it had side stories than anything. Spider-Man was kind of like straight to the point. They did have like side missions and a little more background, but like not to the point of like a Final Fantasy. Um, and that's why I kind of rule Final Fantasy 16 to be supreme. I think Final Fantasy, what they did with that game is they had elite storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of the main focal points they wanted to hit, like really good graphics. And they want to focus on that main story, which Final Fantasy games are like king for. Uh, so I'm definitely going to go with that. Spider-Man 2 is really good, though, and I'm not going to say about Alan Wake 2. I just haven't played it. So, Dude, I haven't played I it either. I, I don't even – I'm like – I know it's probably good. It's given me – is it – I don't even want to say something stupid. I know I need to check it out. Um, just say it, bro. And it came out like, what, a, a week before these went up, two weeks before this went up? So I th- I'm sure there's some recency bias there as well. But uh, it's not. it's nominated uh, – Alan Wake too. Alan Wake came out a week after Spider-Man. So, like, it was, like, the end of October. Yeah. So, I think everything, yeah. I mean, it's close, but, like, we, I had this debate with God of War. God of War came out for the Game Awards. I think that was last year. Yeah, I think it was last year or two years ago. No, it was last year. I think it was last year. So, God of War Ragnarok came out. And the problem with God of War Ragnarok is it came out like three days before the Game Awards. Like you had to be like, like to be considered Game of the Year. I think it's like November or it's like sometime before that. And they it came out, and then three days later it was like it's Game of the Year. And I'm like, you don't have enough time to beat God of War to say it's Game of the Year. That's a like you don't have enough time to beat it and then do a review, right? And that's where I was like, I was like, are we just doing that? And I, that's what really gave me like a a biasy thing for God of War, but at the same time, God of War, it was still a really good game. So like, I just felt dumb. And, and that brings I, up, that brings up a point too. I, I don't know how, I know that they say there's a jury and people vote on which games to be included, but you really don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Uh, I know board shows and award stuff is also part of marketing budgets. So I've, I've got this like tinfoil hat of like, did anyone pay for their entries? Like, do you, do you contribute as like, do you have to purchase, do you have to purchase the option to be nominated? Is that something that you have to buy? I don't know. No, um, because <clears throat> you would think that, but if that was the case, then Phil Spencer would just buy every, uh, every slot. Start he's also on there. the board of nominate. He's like on the advisor's board. 
So is he really? Yeah, he's on he the page. You think he couldn't press for his own games? He's like, hey, maybe Starfield. Hey, throw Starfield in there, guys. <laughs> it's just a big round table. He's like, I don't know. Starfield looks pretty good. Who said you're that? You're telling me you're not going to put. Red, you're not going to tell me you're not putting Redfall in best narrative. Are you serious? Are you best kidding family me? Game, Redfall. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's reconsider our votes. That's exactly what Phil Spencer sounds like, by the way. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't know what Phil Spencer's like, I literally... Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. Red Bull, am I right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah I think, I think it's a door. cool category, though. Um, I'm, I'm glad they include this stuff because, it, you know, like music and the actual script writing and the acting, I think, mm. just goes goes unseen sometimes. And uh, it's it's nice of them, for them to highlight it. Right. Gotcha. So I don't know. I don't know what my vote is for that. I wish I'd played all of them, but I just haven't. Got to catch up a little, bro. A lot of games out there. A lot of games. Before we get into our final topic of talking about the game of the year and what we think is game of the year, uh, if you guys, I want to remind you guys one more time that if you guys don't want to miss another Gaming Gone Weird episode, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button because we do go live Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, where we talk about everything in all gaming news and the weird games that we play. And all your support means the world to us. If you are watching this right now, make sure you guys leave a like, comment, um, share with a friend, tell people about us to get their gaming news because word of mouth is one of the best ways to help promote the show. Besides the free way of liking, subbing, all that stuff is free to do. Why not get it done if you enjoy? Um, So... To kick it off with like the main and final topic of the day, uh, these are the nominees for the games that are going up for Game of the Year. I'm going to go ahead and have Pete go ahead and announce it for us, and we will give you our feedback of what we think should win. So Games of the Year nominees this year include Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I have something interesting to say about this. All right, go ahead. Well, we'll start off. So I guess it might not be interesting to you, but something I think is interesting. Probably not. Uh, all of these are sequels or remakes. Oh, I did not even notice that. Alan Wake 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario, eh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. That's a stretch. It's technically a sequel to Super Mario World. It's part of that universe. Ah, uh, that is so crazy. Not a single, not a single uh, standalone. Wow. I think that's got to be the first time in a very long time that that's been I'd like to see the previous list. I'm sure they're on Wikipedia somewhere. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. I'm kind of curious. But that is kind of the thing, too. But I think that also goes without saying that nowadays uh, these teams do make a lot of games that if you do want to play the remake without pl- – or not remake, I'm sorry. I saw Resident Evil 4, and I instantly got fired up about remakes again. Uh, but if, like, if you do want to play a sequel to a game, they're very generous of, like, just throwing in a recap and saying, like, hey, you could play this game without playing the previous ones. Um, and I think that's really showing because – um like you like you said like they're all sequels and if you haven't played up to the other ones then why would you try a new one like you would think that the numbers would go down because like let's say if god of war one god of war one probably didn't do as good as god of war three like number wise yeah probably not and it's probably because it's a better game it's a better game it's a better sequel um same thing with like maybe ragnarok probably outsold the original God of War, just because the sequel was very good. 
Uh, but that's the thing is like you don't have to play these other games, like the older games, to the to the sequel to have to play the new ones, uh, which is cool. And I think that does help with like people wanting to play them. Um, so that's cool. Um, I kind of want to kick it off because Resident Evil Four is on this list, and I don't know how you feel about this game being up here. Uh, I kind of like went back and forth, and I kind of was thinking about it and. I think that it did a, a good enough job to like rechange the story, uh, kind of like updated the graphics and make little changes here and there to not say it's a just a straight up remake. I think they did improve on the previous game before than just graphics, but I just don't think it should be up here if the game released however many years ago and you put it up for the game of the year this year because you update graphics and the story like you already had your you already had the blueprint. You right. did significantly you less work. Right. That's the thing. Is um it, it's been it's been established what the game is. You just kinda like the blueprint was there. You just updated on what you think could make it better. Um Golem did get robbed. Golem did get I didn't robbed. see Golem on a single list here. Why? I don't know why. I must have been like They should have they, Okay, there there are awards in other award shows for like biggest flub of the year and i don't know how much they like want to publicly shame certain studios and stuff but i think it'd be i think it'd really round everything out if you put worst game of the year in here i think i think we should start putting some people motivate you not to make the worst game that's what i'm saying what if we just right on the tail end of the show last two or three minutes just put that in redfall golem and rise of kong all sitting there like please don't pick me please don't say my name please don't literally tied It's a tie! You all stink! They, I all mean, gotta, they all gotta hold the trophy together. Yeah. It's like a toilet. Like, yeah! I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, no, it's a good point. Uh, no, I don't think remakes should be um, nominated for Game of the Year. I, I really strongly oppose that. I, it's not... I, I don't get it. I don't get why it's in there. Um you already know it works. It's already popular. So when people look at it, like, oh yeah, it's like we love. There's so much nostalgia is going into that selection. Uh, whether they say they're unbiased break. or not, or not, they're like, man, I love Resident Evil, and I love it even more now that they made it better. Uh, I think it should just be original games. I think we should swap games out with that. Honestly, yeah. For the another, rest of the list, what do you think? I think another game that should get swapped out is Super Mario Bros. Wonder. This is like a hot take by me is just because I just don't think the game for the little bit of time that you play for it, like it is an eight hour game and I don't think it like solidifies itself to like compete against the other team or the other games that are not nominated for game of the year. Um, I think to have like the game of the year, you got to have everything. You got to have a great soundtrack. You got to have a great story. You got to have great graphics. You got to have a good blueprint. You got to be, have like replayability. And I just don't think super Mario wonder hits all those at like an elite level so i think the game is good for like the first run through and then it's like am i gonna pick this game up and replay all the levels probably not am i gonna am i really excited to play this game online probably not uh do i play this game because i want an in-depth story about why bowser kidnapped peach for the 20th million time probably not do i care why bowser is trying to steal all this stuff no i really don't freaking care the reason i am playing this game is to explore all the worlds see the different stages and levels, have a little bit of a challenge here and there. It's just fun. 
and yeah. and I don't think that's anything wrong. And that's not me saying the game is bad. I'm just saying it doesn't compete with like. I feel like you could replace that with Sea of Stars. I feel like you could replace that with Final Fantasy. I feel like you could replace that with a Hi-Fi Rush because those games do a lot of things better than Mario does. Now I think Mario is very good for the game that it's trying to be, but like for all around game of the year, I think it, 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 if they had to show the votes of like the games that had the most votes versus the least votes for game of the year, I think it's going to have the least amount of votes between Super Mario Wonder. There. Yeah. I think it will have the least amount of votes between them all. I think the game's good, but it's not even the best Nintendo game in the category. And that's legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom. Yeah. That's the other thing. Are those both? Those are both Nintendo exclusives, right? Nintendo exclusives. Yes. Yeah, so and Nintendo was really on their stuff today. They really had time. They were both so Nintendo like, games. So like play a game, right? Let's play a game here. So it's just gonna be one to like one v ones. Game of the year is it Tears of the Kingdom or Super Mario Bros? It's Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, is it Super Mario Bros or Alan Wake? Uh probably Alan Wake. Okay, is it Super Mario Bros or Baldur's Gate three? Baldur's Gate three. That's easy. I'm not even gonna ask about Spider Man. Spider-Man. And then, I mean, and then what's the one that has the best chance of beating? Is a remake. No, it's not. The remake's not going to win at all. If the remake wins, I'm going to be really upset. I think. I, think, I don't think they would. I, I think they have to do everything to not let the remake w- win. Um, Tim I, said correct. Zelda should get some uh, extra votes for the handicap of running on the Switch. That is very true. That takes a lot of power to run on the Switch. Yeah, I just I, like, dude. I think, like you said, I think the RP, the best RPG, is a, is a tighter race than this is going to be. And yeah. I know they have to, they have to like. They can't be similar games. They kind of have to stretch and reach and try to pull stuff from different genres. Um, so if you're going to swap a game out, it'd be Super Mario Bros. And, and what would it be with? If I had to swap out a game, it'd be Super Mario Bros. And I'd be switching with Final Fantasy 16. And okay. if I had to swap two games, I'd be swapping Mario Bros. And then the um, the Resident Evil remake, just because it's a remake. And then I'll throw in Sea of Stars or Resident Evil 4. Um, I think all around going off this list, I'm going to honestly be, I think it's, I think it's a clear winner. I think it's Baldur's Gate and it's not even just the whole fact that the game was very good. I also think that the game was very good and it's setting a standard for gaming that a lot of people forgot about, or maybe we haven't touched on, but when this game came out, it was so good that like developers came out, great developers came out and they were like, Yo, don't expect every game to be like this because it's physically impossible. And they were saying that. People they were, were complaining. Like, yeah, the people were how complaining. Good it was. Yeah, because they were like, they're ruining the industry by not adding microtransactions and not adding like a a pay to win or some sort of like, it was so good that developers were bad. And I think that's honestly crazy behavior. But I've never it, seen that before. No, this was I've like never a, seen that before in 2023 paying a 60 bu- paying $60 for a game in depth like that with no problems, no bugs. Uh, you could do anything you want. No, like transactions whatsoever. It's uh, and it, the replayability. You can yeah. do the story a hundred, a hundred different ways with and different get a hundred different endings. Right, right. When you get Starfield, it's kind of like, I wouldn't say like you get to do different stuff, but at the same time, it, the story's kind of planned out for you. The main story is the main story. You can't really like screw it up. Yeah. I guess if that makes sense. Um, but like, that's the thing too, is like, I feel like Tears of the Kingdom is kind of getting slept on here because Tears of the Kingdom is a really good game as well. Um, I, I, I just, 
it's not competing with Baldur's Gate. Like, it, like if, if Baldur's Gate wasn't a game, I'd say it's Tears, Tears of the Kingdom. Now, I could see Tears of the Kingdom still winning. Um, I think it has a lot more mass appeal than Baldur's Gate. And a lot of people don't like turn-based like turn-based strategy games. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of hate on the D&D community and it just pulls straight from that. Uh, but if you're thinking about, for me, just looking at what you can do in a game and like when I play, when I'm thinking game of the year, man, I'm thinking of a game that I'm playing and I'm, I'm put into shock of what's going on. Like I want to be playing the game with my mouth wide open. I'm just like, I, I can't even believe they made this, you know, type of thing. And there's some Baldur's Gate moments where you're watching it and you're like, I can't even believe this is happening. I'm sure Alan Wake is the same. Right. I'm sure Spider-Man, dude, like I told you, every night when I get on my phone, when I shouldn't be and I should be sleeping, I get caught in those Spider-Man 2 TikToks where they're just swinging around the city. And I'm like, <laughs> this is beautiful. But I'm like sitting there going, yeah. no, no words, nothing. I'm just watching. Only, like, This is amazing. The only reason Spider-Man won't is because it, it, it had too many bugs to compete. Yeah. And that's not – I know they're spiders. They're technically bugs, but that's not the bugs I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm thinking <laughs> quality bugs. Um, I, I would only remove one game if I had to remove one and be the remake, just because I don't think remake should be up for um, discussion. And based on all the other games that um, Sea of Stars, a, a clear in front runner for me to put in there. But if you're going to put something else in there, more of like a AAA title, um, you're looking at like Final Fantasy 16 Armored Core, but the story there probably doesn't match Final Fantasy as well. Um, I mean, may like. A B tier would be like Car Wars or Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I, I before I get into this question uh, by Tim, um, I do want to say that is one game that we did forget was Hogwarts, and Hogwarts wasn't up for and Jedi any, Survivor. Hogwarts wasn't up for any awards. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if you like got caught into that all the discussion there. Um, people, it's were probably saying, about some. It's probably about something to do with why people shouldn't buy the game, right? I'm guessing. Uh, why they shouldn't have bought it but also like why it wasn't as good as we all thought but when that game came out for them the whole everyone was in a chokehold for a month straight everyone was making content about hogwarts like every single all there, of it there wasn't there wasn't a game that was competing with it around that time it was no. hogwarts or nothing that game like it, if we want to talk about a great release window that game had like one of the perfect release windows because nothing around it there was no games around it that they was killed like it. they killed yeah. it they were and, extremely successful. And, and people think, were like, no, it was mid. And you're like, what are you talking about? Nah, like, I think Hogwarts was like a very good game. But like maybe it was just got released like maybe at a terrible time due to like, okay, if you look at stuff that's like closer down the end of the road. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like closer to November when these awards are kind of a thing. Like I, I think that's why like people release their games out October, November. So it's like irrelevant in your head. Yeah. Hogwarts yeah. was like that's a while good. ago and you kind of just forgot about it. The game's almost a year old and that's kind of crazy to think about. But they, yeah. And they also had to, um, yeah, that is kind of crazy to think about actually. But, and then they, you know, is it the game of the year? No, I, I don't think that it is. No. Brits received zero nominations. I mean, dude, walking around the environment around there. Was crazy. The room of requirement was so Dude, impressive. Nobody was okay, so, so impressive. Everybody was so hyped. They were like, "This is what I wanted to do as a kid. I just wanted to walk around Hogwarts." Exactly. And you were able to. You were able to explore Hogwarts and a bunch in of its entirety. Animals. Yeah, everything. And then you were allowed to go to like the whole world, the whole world of, you know, it it, it was a different game, and I think it was a very good game to not get any. So, like, honestly, I would, I, I can't throw it in the game of the year, like, 
I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Yes, but I think that is a game that like we kind of forget about and we don't really talk about. But at that time, Hogwarts was really killing it. Hogwarts was really doing a good I think, job. I, I think a lot of people talk trash on that game, and I think it's also in their library. And I think they also played it and beat it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I also want to uh, highlight this last question before we go. Um, before we go, before I get into this, actually, uh, what is your pick for game of the year, then? I'm going Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Three. Baldur's Gate 3. I wanted to lock it in before like the Game Awards actually happen, 100%. so we can go back into I, it. I think it's the most... I mean, I've already said it. I, I, th- I think it's Baldur's Gate. I want to go ahead and kick off this question by Tim before we head out. Tim says, if the remake wins, do we see a flood of remakes next year? And I, I, I would probably say yes. I think we've already seen a decent amount of remakes. Like, we've had The Last of Us re- uh, remastered. Uh, we also had the Dead Space remake. We had the Resident Evil remake. There's a lot of, or yeah, there's a lot of remakes, and I think they'll just keep on coming because I think the nostalgia kind of kicks into a huge factor of that. Oh, Super Mario RPG technically that's a remake of an older game. It's not up for Game of the Year because it just passed that uh, time period. It wouldn't period. be close. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing is like we're getting. I think we're getting a lot of remakes now, so. Um, I think it's like a recipe that some of these guys look at and be like, hey, if there's a way I could remake my game and kind of just touch up the graphics a little bit, make the story a little bit better, throw in an Easter egg or two and call it a day, I think that's just like an easy route. So I wouldn't be surprised. We'll see, man. Uh, there, There is no f- clear. I mean, for me, there's a front runner, but it was such a good year. 2023 was a really, really it was, strong. It, year it was games. a very good year, and that, I I think that, uh, like I said at the beginning, I think we all need to take a step back and just be like, hey, gaming as a whole was great, spectacular, and any no matter what happens, gaming gets a W, and that's how gaming yeah. gone weird. This is good. It. it was a good year. That's how we treat it. Um, thank you guys for kicking it, man. This has been episode number 61, the Game Awards edition, man. Hope you guys had a good time. Um, like I said, I. Didn't know how this episode was going to do, but obviously uh, Game Awards, that is gaming news. And I know we talked about it for the whole episode, but gaming news was kind of stale. So we thought we'd share the Game Awards stuff with you. Uh, We'll get back into our regular routine next week uh, where we give you guys the news and what we've been playing. I still have to do my Spider-Man review. I know Tim's going to give me a hard one for that because it is coming. And uh, also I do have uh, Mario that I have to review. Pete, tell the people where to find you and what you're working on. You can find me at Ghost Stories Gaming on YouTube and uh, not Ghost Stories um, and Ghost Stories Gaming on all of the socials. Um, I've been working on a Let's Play co-op Resident Evil 5. Uh, currently working on that. Just released my uh, kind of, re- not a review, but we'll, we'll think of a, a good name for it. But um, just put a Sea of Stars breakdown on YouTube at his lab. Well, um, streaming three days a week, two or three days a week on YouTube. So keep your eyes peeled yeah thank you guys for getting in my name is nick tana if you guys like any game critiques or you want to see what i review and what i talk about everything in all gaming uh personally for my opinion you guys can check that out on youtube at you love nick tana if you guys want to keep keep up with me on twitter you love nick tana on twitter where i talk about my gripes and i also just post very good pictures uh other than that be safe tell someone you love them we'll catch you guys next week for gaming on weird number 62 Later. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.